Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos. The Lakers Fast Break, Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, whatever you can do to go ahead and support not only us here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, and Inside Sports Fantasy Football, but also as well the great shows Run the Floor and also NBA Draft Junkies and, of course, the great sites and experiences of Lakerholics.com and NBA Draft Junkies. It is truly appreciated. Well, I was looking over on the Internet on some great, inspiring, or truthful, in this case, quotes for tonight's game, which could be probably be best said. And so I'm going to go ahead with this one. Toba Beta said, Overconfidence precedes carelessness i think that was pretty much the case tonight as the lakers were very careless and very much overconfident pretty much all game long until a hard charge at the end which unfortunately they gassed out and couldn't get it done but kudos to the nuggets they played a great game and they win 114 to 106 over the los angeles lakers lakers still lead the series two games to one and here today to talk to me about both those uh, great teams that are out there in this matchup with a great comeback, but also overall the, the way the Denver Nuggets handled the Lakers for most of the game are two great guests indeed. I'm going to go ahead and start off first with the man indeed from NBA Draft Junkies. you got to catch up what he's doing today as far as if you're anywhere close to even being remotely interested in the NBA Draft, you got to go ahead and be part of of the NBA Draft Junkies experience today on YouTube when you'll be part of the 12,000 plus subscribers right now looking at video after video after video of draft prospects, interviews, and more NBA Draft Junkies. It is my good friend indeed. It is Mr. Rafael Barlow. And Rafael, overconfidence, it precedes carelessness. Yeah, I mean, you can say that, but... I feel good knowing that um, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, and Dwight Howard only out only out rebounded me by four tonight. So I feel good about myself after that performance. Yeah, that's true. There was a, a lack of effort, a lot of energy that needed to be had on the part of the Lakers and just was not there for most of the game. But also with us to describe what was going on in the game is a good friend indeed. He is the man behind Lakerholics.com. You got to be part of the conversation at Lakerholics.com. The man who did take a little bit of extra time this evening putting his broom away. 
It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. I know you got a lot to discuss and a lot to vent and a lot to go ahead and just let off some steam. So go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and share our feed to everyone else out there while you're doing it. Well, I I have to congratulate the uh, Denver Nuggets. They played a great game. Jamal Murray, that little move that Murray has where he stops in mid-stride, you know, and and does that little step back off of two feet in the paint has become a very deadly move with that little fadeaway jumper. Um, And those two threes that he made at the end of the game really sealed the deal. So uh, it's kind of an interesting end of the game. Um, I was really upset with the first three quarters the Lakers played. Um, he has where going he into the fourth quarter down by strike, 20 and then know, to see him roar back and, and get as close as three points several times, uh, missing wide open threes that could have made the difference. Um, so I feel like, you know, it was kind of funny. I remember, I remember running across Raphael's Twitter feed and uh, he was saying, well, looks like the uh, Nuggets have figured out the Lakers. Um, and right at that point, then the Nuggets almost choked away a 20 point lead in about three minutes. Um, real interesting game from a strategic standpoint. Um, I thought the, uh, I thought that the sort of shell zone defense that the, that the Nuggets have been playing where they really have got almost everybody keeping one foot in the, in the paint or, or within one step of the of the paint, no matter who they're covering, really seemed to be very effective against the Lakers. The Lakers just could, did not have, you know, they, I mean, we got out rebounded by 44 to 25, uh, including some better rebounding in the, in the fourth quarter. So it was disastrous in that standpoint. Um, our turnovers killed us, but we made that up and the turnovers about came even at the end. Uh, the way the game came down is we lost the three point line by 15 points. We won the two-point line by 16 points, and we lost the free throw battle by seven points. Um, they shot, they shot, you know, 79% on free throws. We shot 69% on free throws. They got seven more attempts than we did, um, and all of that, I think, as you said, can be attributed to overconfidence. Um, no matter what the coach says, um, the Lakers were the Lakers were were reaching down and bringing their brooms in before they should have. Yep. And as a result of it, they paid the price. Um, they made a valiant comeback, which has now got to make the Nuggets think twice. Um, they're going to have to figure out how they're going to attack that zone because basically it eliminated Jokic from, Jokic from the offense and, and it really left Murray to do the heroics. And this was the game that this was the kind of game that Murray had in the previous series, you know. Um, and he really, uh, th- this kid has, has come a long way. Um, he's their highest draft pick, and I think at number seven, and uh, and he's really looking like a superstar. Um, we went into this series thinking that it was uh, Jokic that we had to stop. I'm not so sure right at this point. Um, I'm still angry at Frank for starting JaVale again. Uh, and as just, you always will be. I mean, the, it's just the, a waste. It's just a waste of time. Uh, it's a waste. <laughs> it just shortens the game and gives them an advantage. Sounds um, like it to you. He has no energy. He has no, he has no lift. Even the shots he makes were shots that should have been dunks if they were given to Howard or anybody else underneath. Um, I thought Howard played well. A um, couple of silly fouls, like you'll always get, but that's part of part of uh, his the cost of him going in there and 
proving that he's more physical than everybody else. Um, Caruso had a horrible game. Uh, he kept making steals to make up for the blunders on the other end of the court. KCP played pretty well. Um, but basically, uh, you know, LeBron struggled in the first half like he did in the second half of the last game. Came back strong to play very well. Um, AD, you know, two rebounds. I mean, I thought he's going to go through the whole game and end up with no rebounds. Um, <laughs> so it's it, that's an embarrassing performance after being, you know, declared the face of the franchise by an article by me and probably 25 other writers out there on the internet. Um, you got to do better than that, AD. You, you got to be more consistent than that. Um, overall, uh, because the Lakers came back so strong and because they had a chance to win a game that they started off 20 behind in the first at the fourth quarter, uh, I'm not heartbroken by it. I stand by my Lakers in five. Didn't expect that we'd get to 2-1 this way. But uh, I think the Lakers are still a superior team. They'll make the adjustments. Uh, they'll win the next game, and, and then maybe the Nuggets will have them right where they want them, 1-3. Maybe, um, indeed. Maybe, indeed. But, Rafael, I wanted to ask you this. When it comes to what brought them back, and obviously they went to the zone, which helped that cause, in the end, you could see all the players on the floor gassing, but Murray had just enough because he's used to playing those heavy minutes. But Laker Tom said, oh, they got to handle Jokic, handle Jokic. Murray should have never been in doubt because the man has already hit 50 points twice already in this playoffs. There's no way you should be going ahead and not concentrating him, uh, you know, in whole. Well, I think Jokic and um, Murray are going to get theirs. It's just today the, the Nuggets had a third star. They had four, yeah, actually. Monte Morris, Jeremy Grant. Yeah. They all played Grant well. And Morris were unbelievably good. Right, but Grant to me was the... Grant, yeah, especially. yeah. Grant had twenty six, and so um, the Lakers had. I mean, I guess well, the Lakers' next two scores combined didn't have what Grant had, and so right. I think that was the big key. I mean, like I said, you you expect Murray to get up his his points because even if he's not efficiently, he's gonna he's gonna have the volume, and Jokic is just a tough matchup for anybody. Um, but yeah, I just felt like the Lakers. I don't know. I thought early in the game, LeBron came out with a lot of effort. And then it just, I don't know. I don't know if LeBron has ran out of gas. He just seems like he didn't do much in what the second and third. Then he made that run all by himself. And then it's like, he kind of disappeared. And um, yeah, but you know what? Honestly, I just feel like the, if I'm Denver, I'm pretty confident in my chances of winning this series. It's you know it's probably shocking to some, but they could easily be up two to one at this point. Absolutely. And if you break it down for the last down oh three two, you can look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like they've outplayed the Lakers the last what maybe six quarters. Yeah, I would say that they did. Well, five five of the last six they didn't outplay five of the last six and thirty to twenty in the fourth quarter. Which it shouldn't happen. The Lakers have the two best players on the court. They have two of the top five players in the league. I, I thought the Lakers made a, a good adjustment. Um, and it, that was all Rondo and LeBron. Rondo's defense, he had a, I mean, that was a crazy run he had where he was just flying all over the court and LeBron was finishing. But they just weren't able to maintain that. And 
you know, they dug themselves in too deep of a hole to be able to, um, you know, for that run to actually change the game. But I don't know. You got to, I don't know what was up with AD tonight. Two rebounds. And he struggled against Millsap. Like he struggled against yep. Millsap's physicality. And that's something that we had talked about before previously when it came to Paul Millsap playing up against LeBron. And I still think that's a bad matchup for Millsap because I just don't think he has the quickness anymore to stay with LeBron. But when it comes to possibly guarding AD, he may be able to be physical enough to give AD some type of problems because you and I have talked before, Raphael, and also you, Laker Tom, about how AD kind of shies away from that physicality. Yeah, um, you know, he still got his points, but I don't know. I just didn't see the effort on the glass at all. Yeah. And then um, I think, uh, you know, I mean, you get physical with him. He he shoots jumpers, which he's been knocking down jumpers. I know everybody wants him to be like this physical, bruising post player, but he's not. He's, he's not, not going to be that guy. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the guys that are like really tough, physical post players, very few of them are skinny with narrow hips and skinny they, legs. They've got a lot more in the back pocket than uh, AD does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when you when you don't have that, then you have to use some speed and, and, and agility and be able to shoot over the top. And so that's what AD gets away with. It's just I just think we need to get out of the mindset of he's going to be this this physical banger like we saw in the 80s and 90s where bigger, stronger made the biggest difference. Yeah. No, but what he can what he can do and 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 give credit to the defense that the Nuggets have played, what he can do is he says he's the kind of guy who's better, even if it's in close, to turn around and face the defender up and and use his quickness to get by him and so forth. But the problem is is that because of because of McGee's inability and the need to have the physicality of Howard in there and Rondo's play superior play most of the time, not in the first half, obviously, but most of the time over other guards on the Lakers who really can't make plays. You end up with two shooters, two non-shooters in the lineup. Yeah. And then Danny Green is not making shots either. So Green's not making shots. Then all of a sudden you've got three non-shooters in the lineup. And then, then it becomes a much easier job to keep LeBron out of the paint and to keep AD from making, from facing up and making those moves. Because every time he turns around, there are five guys basically with their feet in the lane. Yep. Um, and the only way you're going to stop that is three-point shooting. Yep. And the Lakers certainly didn't have that today. Uh, no, they, we, we shot 23. We shot 23%, 6 yes. to 26. This was more and, representative of what we saw in the bubble games preceding the playoffs. Right. right. Um, and a lot of it, a lot of it, you have to credit the Denver defense for being aggressive. Um, you know, I was surprised at how well they played defensively against the Clippers. And it's obvious that they have it in them at certain times to play a very swarming type of defense and especially to, you know, to use this sort of shell zone and, and keep people from getting into the paint. Um, it was very effective against Kawhi, and and uh, it's been very effective against LeBron. Um, so it's 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 going to be, you know, I don't think it's going to be an easy game in the next game, but I think that the Lakers got a wake-up call. They got a wake-up call to realize that, hey, these guys can actually beat us, and they can beat us even when we come back like, we did against them in the fourth quarter 
when any other team probably in the playoffs would have choked, you know, that's to give up a 20 point lead and have it go down to three and like three minutes, three and a half minutes or something like that. That's enough to shock a lot of teams into just totally just losing everything. Um, and then Murray coming through in the clutch when nobody else seemed to be able to make a shot. Um, he made that great pass down underneath for an easy layup. Uh, plus those two threes, another sort of fadeaway shot where he got it in there. Um, you have to give them credit because Jokic carried them yesterday or carried them two days ago with his great play down the stretch, and Murray did it this time. And now the Lakers at least are going to have to figure out how to stop the two of them. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Frank finally starts Howard. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he comes out and plays at least mixes that zone up in there consistently so that it, they don't know what is going to what kind of defense they're going to face when they come across to half court. Um, I think they need to change some things up. You know, they, they need to confuse Murray a little and maybe you've got to get you, you the hard thing, hard thing for Denver because of the Lakers two stars and the hard thing for the Lakers because of the Nuggets two stars is you want to shut one down. You're probably going to have to let the other one get open a little bit. You know, you got to pick your poison to a certain extent and, and decide where you're going to go, you know? Um, uh, the zone is, uh, it's interesting, you know, I mean, I thought this, I, I would have thought that the way that they would have attacked the zone would have been just to put Jokic at the free throw line and, you know, and, and just try to hit him in the middle there because he's so effective that way. But they, they kept trying to run, they kept trying to run pick and rolls on the outside with that. So I'm sure Malone's going to adjust the approach to that. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see, I, you know, I, I would expect almost anything to come out of, Vogel's a defensive bag of tricks, you know, box and one, you know, a box and one to using the the box to basically hold down the situation. And and frankly, we rebounded better in the zone than we did in the man to man because guys just weren't fighting for position. Well, it's just a matter of desire. Oh, I think. Know, one rebound too, you know, just that's to me. I just pretty remarkable. I didn't see the desire through three quarters. I just didn't see yeah. the fire in the eyes of the entire team. I think that's what it comes down to. And obviously it reflects as far as within the rebound battle because Denver won it so handily. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey Lakers fans, looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. But before we head on out, I want to go ahead and hit hit you up, Raphael, on your insight on what you think the Lakers can make an adjustment on going for game four. And then Laker Tom will ask you to do the same. Well, one I wanted to mention, I felt like 
Dwight hurt the Lakers today. Yeah. With his just, I mean, one that that rebound, missed rebound. I thought that, you know, the Lakers had a good defensive possession and the ball goes out of his hands. And then his fouls just got Denver in the bonus early in third. And I, I felt like he was, I don't know, um, pull up his his plus minus, even though that's always not a good <laughs> indicator because he was negative one. I mean, according to plus minus, uh, Grant was negative eight for the Nuggets, which, you know, obviously that that didn't indicate how well he played. But, yeah, I just felt like that that stretch in the third quarter, Dwight really hurt his teammates with some just silly fouls and, and, and turnovers that, that kind of cracked the game open for Denver. It did. And uh, I'll tell you what, Denver gets a lot of credit for and me. Rondo, too. Rondo turned the ball over several times. Well, yeah, you wanted me to on get on that play. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go back on the other side of the train station, just to let you know, <laughs> Tom. So that playoff Rondo train is getting farther and farther away from me. Just want to let you know that these are times where he's going to look like this. I mean, you're not going to get this playoff Rondo continuously throughout. So a bad game bad game and it's just a matter of, of he can, how many can have and how many can limit the number of bad games that he, he's going to have so hopefully this is it hopefully this is the one that you can just have throw out and move on from there but one of the other Lakers needs to step up and so far in the playoffs for the most part one or two Lakers have today wasn't that day uh, you know even Kuzma if you look at the box score yeah he shot all right but he only got 11 points Really didn't do much out there on defense. Just really wasn't much of a factor when it really came to when they needed another alternative player. Because as you saw, the Lakers ran out of gas in that fourth quarter. LeBron couldn't give you much. AD was just gassed. So he wasn't asking for the ball at all. You know, which is kind of funny because he just said he wanted the ball at all those times. But they stopped going to him in that last two minutes. And again, it goes down to the other guy's are asked to make shots, and for the second straight game, they didn't make the shots, and that's what's truly disappointing to me. But Laker, Tom, I want to go ahead before we go on out, my friend. I wanted to ask you this: is what adjustments does Frank Vogel need to make? And yes, I know it's going to start with Javale McGee. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any reason for McGee to play. Um, he's just not a good matchup against this team, you know. Uh, he got blown by every time he was on the outside or else he fouled him. You know, I, I, I think, I think the adjustment, the just first adjustment basically is the Lakers have to realize now that they, like Raphael said, they could be down one, two, you know, if it wasn't for the heroics of eighties, uh, at the end of game two, they would be down one, two. So if that's not enough, a kick in the rear to get you to be serious about really coming out with total energy and total drive in, in game four, then, then the Lakers don't deserve to win. So that's the very first thing that they have to do. They've got to look themselves in the mirror and understand what they have to do and realize that, yeah, the Nuggets aren't as good as they are, but if you don't play at your best, these are professional basketball players. And Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are two very talented players, you know. Yes, they may they not be LeBron and AD, but if you don't if you don't come out with your best, they can easily beat you. The other thing is that we need to get some offensive rhythm because LeBron can score and AD can score. 
just simply by the nature of being a superstar and, and the talent that they have over other people. But you're not going to see Danny Green. You're not going to see KCP. You're not going to see Kyle Kuzma. You're not, and you're never going to see Alex Caruso hit key shots unless they're shots that they get in rhythm, shots that are shots that aren't just passing the ball around the outside, but somebody penetrating in that defense and playing inside out in that sense and getting, you know, getting a wide open shot where they're in rhythm and they can really feel some some constancy of their shooting ability and and Nice and nice catch and shoots instead of catch and hesitates, which is basically what they were getting tonight because the defense was so good and because there was really no offensive rhythm going in there. Um, the hard thing is that it's a it's a tussle it's a tussle between do you focus on offense or focus on defense? Because one of the problems with the offensive situation is is Howard and and McGee because. You put Howard and McGee and Rondo in there, you really hurt your three-point shooting. And so, you know, you have to make a decision. Are you, you know, can you play defense? I, may, I think maybe the zone in various times is a way. The zone definitely worked better than going micro ball uh, and trying to trying to cover Jokic inside. Um, that's a very difficult situation. Morris can't handle him at all. Uh, Morris can't handle... Uh, uh, the other power forwards that they have, Grant, uh, Grant, um, Grant, or Millsap, Millsap. You know, it's so it's it's a difficult choice that Frank's going to have to make some decisions. Um, I think the big thing is that we got to come out with energy. We've shown we could play man-to-man defense on these guys and stop them. We didn't do it today, and we didn't have the energy to do it today, and we had to be saved by a gimmick like the zone, basically, which they just weren't prepared to to know how to deal with, and they'll be better prepared for that on Thursday. So those are the adjustments I think you have to make. I still feel confident the Lakers are going to win this in five. The Lakers are probably the best example of a momentum team. Once they get on that momentum, all their other supporting cast members seem to go ahead and get that lift from them and seem to become even better at that point in time. But when it's relied upon and the times get tough, that's when it's really tough for any of the other Lakers outside of AD and LeBron to get going. And that's where the Lakers need them the most. And that seems to be an issue with them. But going forward here in Thursday, I mean, there's got to be a lot of adjustments made. I know that Frank Vogel hopefully will go ahead and make those adjustments, but we'll wait and see. I mean, the Denver Nuggets... They drew up a great game plan. They did what you need to do. They limited the number of of, uh, turnovers, limited the number of fast break points, out-rebounded the Lakers, played strong defense, and they let them go ahead and try to go and beat them from the three-point line. That's the way you get it done against the Lakers. And for the most part, you know, people have been trying and trying and trying to scheme against the Lakers just to do that, and they weren't able to so far in two rounds. Now the Lakers face a challenge indeed because it looks like that you know, Malone, Coach Malone has definitely drawn up a great game plan against the Lakers almost two games in a row now. So he could have very easily won the last two games. So we'll see in game four. But I'll tell you what, there's still more to come when it comes to Lakers fast break because Rafael and I will be back tomorrow for a lot of great things going on with the Miami and Boston. Oh, yeah. Remember that series? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's still there. It's two games to one Miami just to give everyone a refresher. So that's coming up game four critical game four and so Rafael and I will be 
recapping that. But before we head on out, Raphael, I wanted you to go ahead and give everyone an update on what you're doing. It's been a day or two since you got a chance to update on what you're doing at your awesome experience known as the NBA Draft Junkies. Yes, today I was able to uh, finally release a video I had been sitting on for, I don't know, maybe a week or so. And I had a chance to watch RJ Hampton, who is, in my opinion, I have him as a projected lottery pick, but he's definitely projected first round. I had a chance to watch his workout and film and see the progression that he's made on his jump shot because um, his jumper was, I guess, the the big knock on him if he can improve as a shooter. And so, um, you know, just from the, the video footage that I had and the time I've seen, he's gotten stronger and he's... Um, you know, definitely improved as a as a shooter as far as just spotting up. I mean, we can't really tell if it translates to games or not, but there are some changes in the shot. So I was able to put that video up, and then I have a couple of um, interviews that I'll that I'll put up. Um, I saw your uh, your Cassius Winston uh, promo right there for you for his uh, offensive strengths put up yesterday. Yep, yep. So um, yeah, I have a few videos in the pipeline that um that I can release. Uh but yeah, I've just been doing a lot of these interviews and and then um you know just trying to create content for the draft. It's getting close to I guess about fifty seven, fifty six days away. Unless the oh. NBA delays it anymore. All right. What'd you say, Tom? Almost like the election. Oh, yeah. Um shows how how uh, where my mind is at. <laughs> I've been thinking about the NBA draft more than the election. But yeah. We're, we're we're under two months away, so um, you know this will be a busy time. But you know I, I enjoy it. So, but yeah, like I've been saying, every day is the same. It's the same every day. I try to put up something new every every day, and um, you know provide the best draft as you would say experience for for those that are interested in NBA draft. And that you do, and you can find it on YouTube at NBA Draft Junkies. His great site NBADraftJunkies.com. And his two great podcasts, Run the Floor and the NBA Draft Junkies. And let's not forget what this man right here, also to my right, Mr. Laker Tom, is doing at his own experience called Lakerholics.com, which Rafael Barlow does contribute videos to, and I contribute podcasts to. Laker Tom, I know you're going to have a lot to say, so I will tell I, you know, I'll ask you this. How many more articles were added on because of tonight's falter <laughs> by the Lakers? Um, but yeah, I've been trying to think about what I'm going to write about tomorrow because I'd hoped I was going to be writing about the sweep. Uh, in fact, I probably have five or six paragraphs done on that same subject. Um, there is a great, there is a great feature called chamber, delete. I just want to let you know. Chamber, as Raphael says, um, or you know, what's, interesting, what's interesting is this series, this series is going to come down to the superstars because the same criticisms that you just had for the Lakers role players in the first three quarters of the game, and then how they would respond when LeBron and AD started rolling at the end, was exactly the problem that the Nuggets faced when the Lakers made that, broke down that 20-point lead down to three. Because if it wasn't for Murray, at that point in time, saving their butts, they they might have blown the game, and guys were getting all of a sudden tentative. So, you know... There could be, you know, I mean, that that actually could be a difference maker in this series if one of those role players on either team would really step up 
in one of those crisis situations when everything wasn't going well with a team, when they weren't in rhythm and produce, it could be a big difference because the superstars seem to be at least battling pretty close to battling it out, you know, where where they can almost offset themselves. And, and there's an opportunity for somebody to come up for a Kuzma or for a, uh, a Grant to all of a sudden be the star. Uh, can they do it in the times when only the superstars do it is the big question. And we'll wait and have, we'll wait and see. You know, your articles will yeah. definitely point that out. And you can go ahead and check out Laker Tom's work today and tomorrow and the next day and all the articles that he's going to come up with at Lakerholics.com. Oh, yes, yes, Tom. Go ahead. This is I feel like we're in well, class I would, now. I, also too, we just, uh, I just revamped my, uh, upgraded my uh, Medium page. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Laker Tom on Medium, uh, there's over 300 articles there that have been put out over the last year. Um, it's got a brand new look to the site and so forth. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of good, interesting articles that I think you're going to enjoy. So you can look for work from me there as well as on Lakerholics.com. There you go. Laker Tom on Medium and Lakerholics.com. You also find great work from there from our good friends, Sean Grice, a.k.a. Magic Man, and also Jamie Sweet with five probably not so great things coming up in the not too distant future <laughs> at Lakerholics.com. Well, for us want to go ahead and say, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching everyone. Truly appreciate it. Please go ahead. Uh, this is national voter registration day. Interesting how it comes on the same day. That is also international Hobbit day for Lord of the Rings fans, but I don't know there's probably a joke in there somewhere, but I don't want to say where or I don't probably don't even know where, but you know, I will say this. Please, if you're not registered to vote yet, please do. All right. Rafael and I tomorrow, game four, Boston and Miami. See how that goes. And Laker Tom, I know hopefully you'll be a lot happier, a lot more chipper come game four on Thursday. We'll wait and see. Still Lakers in in five. Okay, still Lakers in five. Still got Lakers in five. All right. We'll wait and see if that holds true. But again, we truly appreciate everyone out there listening and everybody out there watching us on Facebook Live right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.